Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Warning. The following broadcast is the most passionate, high-energy, controversial show in American radio history. Please buckle up and hold on. This station is not responsible for injuries. This is Wayne Allen Root, raw and unfiltered, starring America's most fiery, dynamic, relentless Trump warrior, capitalist evangelist, and conservative rock star. Now, let's go to war with Wayne Allen Root. All right, Wayne on the Root, the Root, the Root, the Root's on fire. Welcome back to the show. Today is uh, Tuesday, a little proof of life. Tuesday, the 16th of November. Lots of things coming up fast. My wedding this weekend. Wayne Root will no longer be a free man. Thanksgiving coming up in less than two weeks. And Christmas on the way. New Year's. And while all that's happening, it's the Kyle Rittenhouse trial that has me most worried now. I wasn't ever worried. You know why I wasn't worried? Because it was a white guy shooting white people. How is that going to upset Black Lives Matter and liberal activists across America? How are they going to stir up riots when a white guy shot white guys? What's racist about that? But oh no, he shot white guys during a BLM rally. So all over America, Democrats are urging and inspiring and stirring the straw to get riots started as soon as this guy gets found innocent. And he will get found innocent because he didn't do anything. He didn't do a damn thing wrong. He shot in self-defense. They were trying to kill him. It's, uh, it's really amazing. But it's all part of the narrative what's going on. Don't you see? The latest polls are out. Joe Biden is falling faster than the Hindenburg. Joe Biden is down to nubs. There's nothing left in the way of Biden's support. And a, and, a, and a famous Democrat, you know, advisor is now saying, a former Clinton advisor, that the GOP might pick up 70 House seats next year. 70. He says most Democrats will be wiped out after the 2022 elections. This is a Democrat talking. Majority of Democrats left, it would be an entire party just of blacks and Latinos. There are no white people left for the Democrat Party. The GOP in polls has it as a 13-point lead. In the generic congressional poll, it was, uh, it was 10 last week. We picked up three points in a week 
A 13-point lead. That's a wipeout. Remember that song from the 1960s? Ah, wipeout. That's a wipeout. There's not going to be anything left of the Democrat Party. But they don't care. I see it clearly. You can see it with Kenosha. The rioting that's that's ready to start there with Black Lives Matter ready to burn the city down. Because a white guy shot white guys. They're looking for any excuse to burn America down. Any excuse to destroy the economy. Any excuse to divide the country and make us hate each other. They don't care that they're going to be wiped out. They've already made the calculation, Democrats, that they're going to be wiped out in 2022. So their goal is to destroy the nation faster. So 2022 doesn't matter anymore. Don't you see what's happening? My God. It is a disaster. Of epic proportions. They're destroying the country by the minute. Your gas bill when you fill up your car, your home heating bill, the inflation, the supply chain problems, the open borders. They're letting everybody in who's sick with COVID to make you sick and me sick. And then how about the COVID mandates? They're destroying this country and defunding the middle class and defunding the working class. They don't want anybody to have a job left by 2022. So it won't matter if we win everything in 2022. The country is finished. We're inches away from completely being finished, destroyed. So what are we going to do about it is the question. I mean, this kind of sums up everything going on. Three courageous nurses walk away from their jobs at a Catholic hospital because the Catholic hospital denied their religious exemptions. Can you imagine? It's actually funny. It should be a Saturday Night Live routine. It's like Catholics hate nuns now. You can't have a religious exemption. Can you imagine a nice Catholic-based nurse denied a religious exemption to the COVID jab in a Catholic faith-based hospital? Because the Catholic Church is riddled with communists. The United States government riddled with communists. Congress riddled with communists. The judiciary riddled with uh, communist judges. And uh, and Biden, by the way, we thought uh, Trump was really good at appointing judges, federal judges. He appointed the most, the fastest in history, conservative judges all over the federal bench. But it turns out Joe Biden is just as good as Trump. He's got, you know, he probably walked in with that goal. I've got to beat Trump. We've got to figure out how to name as many communist judges as we can to wreck the United States of America. And Lord knows the three appointed by Trump to the Supreme Court are all freaking... Traitors. Traitors to the Republican conservative cause. Traitors to our conservative roots. Excuse the pun. So, you know, there's slight insanity, uh, slight sanity there, but nothing great. We got nothing great on the Supreme Court, and we have a federal judiciary littered with communists. And a college school system littered with communists. And a public school system littered with communists. And Hollywood littered with communists. And social media, Silicon Valley, littered with communists. We are surrounded by communists. And the arrows are hitting us in the back. So, yeah, we're going to win by 70 70 seats. Yeah, we're going to win by a landslide. Of course we are. Nobody votes Democrat anymore. They know that, and they don't care. They're hell-bent. It's like the kidnapper has 50 policemen on his tail. He's never going to get away. 
He's at a, at a high-speed chase with 50 police cars behind him and cops ahead of him setting up, uh, you know, those spike chains across the highway. He knows he's a dead man, so his goal is going to be to take out as many as he can. Let me see how many policemen I could kill along the way, because up ahead on the road, I'm dead anyway. So he'll stop his car at a police station and walk in with a machine gun and kill as many people as he can. That's what the Democrats are doing. They know they're dead as a doornail next year. So they got to destroy everything and anything in their path. Burn it all. Burn it all. They're like the Japanese in World War II. Flying into ships. Kamikazes. These are suicide bombers. The Democrat Party is suicide bombing the United States of America because they know they can't win. So they're going to take as many of us out as they can on the way to the end of their lives. At least their political lives. Can you imagine the day that a Catholic hospital denies religious exemptions for Catholic nurses? It's so sick. I mean, is there any way anyone can make a case that nurses are not like the most wonderful people in the world? Even the liberal ones. I mean, I hate liberals, but even the liberal nurses are nice. They they go to work every day. They work long hours. They start early. They finish late. They wear masks all day. Oh, my God. They wear suits. You know, that, that look like spacesuits to go into, you know, uh, COVID wards. They look like they're headed to Mars in their spacesuits. And at the, at the height of COVID, I mean, they were risking their life every single day. It's like it was almost, almost only a matter of time before they would die. They were ticking time bombs. And when you realize you're forcing them to quit their jobs, the three nurses leave behind a legacy of faith, love, and compassion. Their supervising nurse shared their heartbreaking, te- heartbreaking testimony about their firing on social media. Today was the saddest day of my 33-year nursing career. And by the way, can you imagine? She's been a nurse for 33 years. How many people died? Well, she was. how many nice people died under her care? And yet this is the saddest day of her 33-year nursing career. Religious exemptions were denied. These wonderful ladies were three of the many healthcare workers who followed their conscience and will be losing the jobs they love. I've been blessed to work alongside these ladies for many years and have learned so much from them. They are my heroes. Not because they fearlessly stepped up to the plate for their hospital and patients during the initial COVID crisis, but because they're willing to give up their livelihoods to be true to themselves. Regardless of opinion regarding vaccines, this is the definition of courage. An example of professional commitment, these ladies trained their own replacements with love and patience and left their department in spotless condition. There was no bitterness, just tons of sadness and tears with patients and colleagues of all who all comprise the family created by these special people. Like many healthcare workers who chose not to vaccinate, their reasons and stories are diverse. However, what they share is a faith in God that's unshakable. That faith permeated our department and taught me so much and reminded me that the most important job we have in our lives is to help our children and the people we love get to heaven. I thank them for teaching me something new about God and the Bible every day And for trying to help me get perhaps a little closer, the Bible tells us that good things come from bad, and I know God has this. I trust he will put us all exactly where we're meant to be. He always does. I pray for all workers being displaced by these mandates as well as their colleagues who are left behind. And I will continue to pray for a country that nobody will ever be forced to make these choices again. God bless these brave women who will be looking for new jobs and possibly entirely new careers. Their story is not unique. 
It's a religious persecution. But here it's a religious persecution happening in a Catholic hospital. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Under the guise of protecting the community from a virus, you're not protecting anybody from anything. CDC data shows Americans, regardless of age group, far more likely to die of something other than COVID-19. Even in the most heavily impacted group, 85 years of age and older, only 13% of all deaths since February were from, um, were from COVID. I mean, it's just, this is all crazy. None of it makes any sense. And we're not even counting the amount of deaths from people who die from the vaccine. I've got so many stories to tell you about that when we get back. So many new studies are in and stories are in. This vaccine is a killer. No, not COVID. The vaccine is a killer. I'll be right back. Wayne Allyn with facts. Just in time for Christmas giving the class. This is Wayne Allen Root, raw and unfiltered, coming to you live from Las Vegas and broadcast across the country on USA Radio Network. Now, back to war. All right, Wayne Allen Root, otherwise known as the warrior, the Root, the Root, the Root's on fire, sponsor of this segment of the show, Sons of Liberty. Sons of Liberty, you know that they are my uh, CBD company here at... Wayne Allyn Run Unfiltered on USA Radio Network. They've been sponsoring my show for almost a year, selling their CBD products. But guess what? They have a new product as well. Vitamin D is known as the sunshine vitamin. How do you know if you have low levels of vitamin D? Most people don't. 99.9% of people don't. But Sons of Liberty has been working with a group of scientists to create this patent-pending spray vitamin. You heard me. A spray vitamin. Five sprays contain a whopping 15,000 IUs of vitamin D3. It's instantly in your bloodstream providing amazing protection against illness, and it tastes amazing. I just got mine today. It just came in the mail today. Thank you, Sons of Liberty. And so I'm going to take it right away this weekend, and I'm so excited to try a spray vitamin. Never used a spray vitamin in my life. Protect yourself and your loved ones this season with the great-tasting vitamin D3 spray from Sons of Liberty. And only for my listeners, go sonsofliberty.com. That's the website. Go sonsofliberty.com. It's offering a discount of 15% off every product when you use the code WAR15 at checkout. Please support veteran-owned, service-disabled, small business. Go GoSonsOfLiberty.com. Make the healthy choice to choose Go GoSonsOfLiberty.com. Use code WAR15 and get 15% off. All right, our guest is here, Joel Gilbert, because I want to talk about what is happening and what could happen with this Rittenhouse trial, this Kyle Rittenhouse trial. And the, the problem I'm having, Joel, before I say hi to you, I just want to set the plate. Yeah. The problem I'm having is that it's a white guy shooting white people. So why is it suddenly turned into a racist issue? And why are Black Lives Matter activists threatening to burn the country down again? And why are major cities around the country preparing for riots? Police, I understand, everywhere, including right here in Las Vegas, are scared to death and preparing for major riots. It was a white guy shooting white people. How did it become racist and and social justice and Black Lives Matter? It's got nothing to do with a single black life. So we've got Joel Gilbert with us, investigative journalist, filmmaker of the Trayvon hoax. This is another hoax. Unmasking the witness fraud that divided America. So this is a really strange one. There should be no riots. What is there to riot over? White guys shot white people. 
Well, the term white supremacist is used by the left to simply smear anybody that opposes the radical socialist agenda. So you can be white as snow, and if you're against socialism, against radicalism, against uh, uh, child tax credits, it's all white supremacy. That's their generic term. Even, uh, you know, uh, Biden called Kyle Rittenhouse a white supremacist from the get-go. So that's their generic term. It's all this anti-racism agenda, which, as you said, started with the Zimmerman case. The difference of the Zimmerman case, of course, was the police actually investigated for three weeks and exonerated Zimmerman completely. It was only, as I showed in my film, The Trayvon Hoax, when Ben Crump showed up with a fake witness that they were able to get the thing to trial. The difference now today is total rush to judgment. Anytime there's any incident, prosecutors are afraid of the lynch mob, and they charged Kyle Rittenhouse, for example, within 48 hours, even a gun charge that didn't even stick because he was allowed to have that gun. We know other cases like uh, Garrett Rolfe in Atlanta with the Richard Brooks shooting, charged with no investigation whatsoever. Uh, Derek Chauvin also charged with no investigation. And then the prosecutors show up a year later and try to prove these charges, which often don't stick and don't stand because they were never investigated in the first place. So we have a whole lynch mob judicial system now. And the bigger issue is how the juries are being intimidated. I said on the Chauvin trial, people were protesting outside. Ben Crump was there. The jury had a choice. The choice was uh, guilty, guilty or die, right? <laughs> or, no, guilty or I'm a dead man walking. Right. So they, cho they right. chose guilty. So I think the, the judge has actually been kind of tough on the prosecutors in the, in the Rittenhouse case. I think it might work against him because the jury is going to think, well, maybe the judge will throw it out. Maybe there's a good appeal. Maybe let the, let the appeals court handle it. And they might choose guilty just out of sheer intimidation. Right. Well, I, listen, I've argued for a long time now that the whole 2020 election was influenced by by judges and juries scared to death. Well, there was no jury. It never got to a jury. It was just judges scared to death that anyone who overturned the election, their home would be burned to the ground. They wouldn't even leave the courthouse. They'd kill them in the courthouse. They'd assassinate them in the, in, you know, shopping in the supermarket by their house. They'd burn their house down. They'd kill their children. There was no judge with the balls, the cojones, to overturn a presidential election that Democrats won because we all know the violence that would have ensued. And by the way, even if the judge didn't die, even if his kids didn't die, if any of that didn't happen, he'd be blamed for the whole nation being burned to the ground. You'd be in Wikipedia and, and encyclopedias for the rest of your life as the judge who overturned an election. So nobody wanted to be that judge. It was total juror, judge intimidation. Right. It, look, the whole society now is permeates with this. Think of the Major League Baseball All-Star game was moved from Atlanta to Denver. Why? Because they were accused uh, this could be racist. The Georgia law about election integrity might be racist. So the, the uh, Major League Baseball chooses the path of least resistance. We can just get rid of this problem and move it to Denver, and we don't have to spend six or eight months or years being accused of being racist. permeates all over society. I just looked at the American Express homepage for the credit cards. There's six women, three are African-American, two are Asian, and one is Hispanic. Now, I thought white gals used credit cards, too. But they're How about white men? America. How about white well, men? They're, they're also, you'd think they did. But they're, everyone's just intimidated with this anti-racism agenda on every level. We're seeing it in the schools and in the courts where you accuse somebody of white supremacy and everybody runs the other direction. And it's affecting society on every level. And it really started with the Zimmerman case, which I covered in my film, and Black Lives Matter was founded upon that. And it just went from incident to incident to Ferguson, Missouri, where 
you know, all these different cases through the George Floyd case, where there's this rush to judgment, the charges really shouldn't stick. I think what uh, Kyle Rittenhouse showed is just remarkable resilience in response to those, I call them lynch mob prosecutors. Uh, it was almost comical. The prosecutor said, why did you fire your weapon? Rittenhouse said, because he was attacking me and kicking my face in. Another doozy was uh, the guy in the mob who later had the Glock in his face that got shot in the arm was tracking him down with the mob, and he's on video, and he says to Rittenhouse, you know, did you shoot that guy? And Rittenhouse says, no. So the prosecutor says, why did you lie to the guy chasing you about shooting someone? And Rittenhouse says, because I was being chased by a mob. So this is how ridiculous it is. Uh, and what's going to happen is, I talked to the forewoman in the Zimmerman case, and she said, the law comes down to, did Zimmerman feel at the moment he pulled the trigger that his life was in danger? Whether it was or not, did he feel that way? And all these cases are going to come down to that. Even the Ahmed Arbery trial, uh, it's going to come down to when Ahmed Arbery was running through. Right, that's, by the, that's the black guy who was uh, shot dead in the street, and two white guys claimed that uh, you know he was a burglar or something. And and of course he said he was, you know his family said he was just out jogging that day in I think right, in an Atlanta well, suburb, right? Well, right, correct. Now, here's the new concept. The new concept of the left is if you provoke someone, they have a right to murder you, and you lose your right to self-defense. So no matter how, let's say that a Kyle Rittenhouse was annoying them, if he hadn't showed up, if he hadn't been on the street with his gun, these people would be alive. They did the same thing in the Trayvon Martin case. They said if George Zimmerman hadn't left his car, none of this would have happened. Therefore, he lost his right to self-defense. So it's a whole provocation thing now. Uh, Let's say in the I'm an Arbery trial case. They were trying to make a citizen's arrest. Now, there are certain laws about a citizen's arrest. Now, that's extremely annoying if someone is trying to arrest you, and uh, maybe you didn't do anything wrong. But you don't have a right to murder the person. But according to the prosecution in the Rittenhouse case and all these other cases, if you provoke someone by showing up, by wearing a gun, by annoying them, then you lose your right to self-defense because you provoked it. So the whole provocation theory is now permeating the, the justice system. If you provoke someone, you don't have a right to say, what did I do to provoke them? Well, you showed up. That's what happened with Rittenhouse. Well, I, I heard, if I'm not mistaken, and we're talking to Joel Gilbert, who is an investigative journalist and filmmaker of the Trayvon hoax. Yeah, we're talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. If I'm not mistaken, the prosecutor said that Kyle Rittenhouse lost his right to self-defense the moment he bought a gun. What? Guns are legal in America. We have a Second Amendment. You could buy a gun and you could self-defend yourself with that gun. Where, where do they get off sta- saying things like this? This is the new... They, they don't have a, a legal theory, so it's more of an emotional theory. Well, you provoked him. You made him mad. You, you had a gun and you made him feel a certain way. It's about the feelings. So therefore, you provoked him. And if you provoke someone and they try to steal your weapon to kill you, you lost your right to self-defense. That's where it's at. Now, it shouldn't hold up with a jury, but a jury who's looking for an excuse not to be killed by the mob might just go with that and say, well, let the appeals court work it out. You know, why should I stick my neck out here? It's, uh, it's really crazy. Rush to judgment by... And, and you know what's funny? I mention this on the show all the time, Joel, that when I was a kid growing up, if you saw a guy with a police uniform and a badge and a gun... I was immediately, uh, that's a Republican, that's a conservative, that's a patriot. And you saw a general with all kinds of stripes and stars and awards on his chest. That's a, you know, that's a Republican conservative. And when you see a prosecutor with a crew cut and a, and a yes. beautiful suit and tie, that's a conservative. 
and it's not true anymore. You see people with all kinds of badges and guns, and they represent the FBI, and they represent police chiefs, and they, they're prosecutors, and they're against us. Well, I think a large portion of them, it's a career. They're going along to get along, and it's a path of least resistance. Let's just, that's the policy. It's coming out of Washington. It's coming out of D.C. It's coming out of the mayor's office. This is what they want. So most people just kind of go along, unfortunately, and that's how you end up with tyranny. Yeah, well, we've got tyranny. There's no question about it. I believe Democrats know they're going to get killed next year. And I don't mean killed like murdered. I mean they're going to lose their political careers. It's going to be an all-Republican nation next year. And so they're trying to destroy the country before it ever gets to the ballot box. They're doing as much damage as they can. So it won't even matter if we win 70 seats next fall. It won't matter because the country is destroyed at that point. That's what they're trying to do. Jam it all in as quick as they can and burn the cities to the ground. Joel Gilbert, we got to run. Investigative journalist, filmmaker of the Trayvon hoax, friend of the show. Thanks, Joel. God bless. I hope this is not turned into riots around the country. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot for Patriot VPN. Patri-